0: Hello, my friend. I know. hell, Hello. I suddenly didn't know what to
1: say. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Oh, Oh my
0: gosh. The spotlights on you.
1: (laughs) Well, suddenly, I mean, I don't know about everyone else, but this fall weather, um, just it being a little cold and getting darker earlier, it's like, where's my energy? Why aren't I a little more peppy getting up earlier or... I don't know what it is, but I just feel a little like off, lethargic half the time. And
0: I, I don't know, know what it I is. wanted a nap today, like at one o'clock. I wanted a
1: nap. And I'm like, no, it is not old age. I think it's just nap. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: And weather. Anyway, I think we happened. have a,
1: a good day, another good chat happening. We got a guest coming on, and I know you yes. know her a little bit, but I'm anxious to just continue on the conversation of just, um, Because I think it is kind of mental health month. It is so many different things this month, Lisa. I know. I I know. I I was slow to the to the program here because it's dwarfism awareness month, and uh, we might kind of do that next month if someone really wants to join me. Because I'd really like to share some of those things around dwarfism that people may be really curious about, or just don't even think about, but we face every day. Anyway.
0: If someone's watching and wants to reach out to us, uh, just go to arlittlekitchen at gmail.com. If you're a little person, we'd love to talk Mm -hmm. to you further and uh, maybe just ask you a few questions on our show.
1: Perfect. Yeah, because there's two women, well, really three women that are really out there in the, um, how should I say, influencer world a little bit, Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: who who have dwarfism. And I'll I'll reach out to them and see, because they're doing their own thing. But anyway, that's beside the point. Cool. But October is Dwarfism Awareness Month. I think it's um, Mental Health Month. I think, I or Bullying so Month. Yeah, I think it's Alzheimer's Month. And then Why I think you? we also had, um, or is it November, uh, Indigenous People or Native American Month? No, that's this month. I believe. Is it? Is it this month? That's what I thought too. Uh-huh. I believe. I mean, the so. thing with having all these things in all in one month. It, it, it's it's kind of hard to focus on all of them, yeah. Yeah, because there's so
0: much. There's so much. Even Italian Heritage Month is yeah. this month,
1: mm-hmm. so very cool.
0: Well, I just wanted to say thank you to all our viewers who watch Facebook, oh, YouTube, uh, watch your favorite podcast apps, include Spotify, Pandora, Google, Amazon Music, and iHeart Radio. They're going to be watching today. Thank you for all your wonderful questions and comments. Um, We really appreciate the support and special thanks to 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 Naveed, our producer, who we couldn't do this show without you. So thank you, Naveed. He's in the background, kind of like the Wizard of Oz.
1: (laughs) 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 He's in there. (laughs) And and you know, the, the really big thing about this is, you know, it we have a small team. I I should say I have a small team. You are very much prominent, obviously, in that team. Uh But, you know, a lot of people think because you're on television, oh, man, I have these managers and these PR people. And it's like, you know what? Matt and I pretty much did it ourselves. Maybe that's why we're where we're at. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, when you're out there and everything, people assume that. But I, I think we do quite well on such a small team. Oh, yes. Um, like, um, you know, uh, I'm doing the best we can, and you can only do so much with what you have, yeah. meaning my resources and stuff. So yeah. I think we do pretty good, and it's all because of you, Naveed, uh, the marketing teams that we've had, and who we have right yep. now. And absolutely. so, yeah. And- I,
0: yeah. And bringing on a special guests. So we yes. had Deb last time. And hi, Deb. I see you out there. Say hi to Deb. Hi, hey, Deb. Um, I'm seeing you later. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> And then uh, we have a special guest today. Her name's yeah. Lisa Bilgin, and we'll talk a little bit, introduce her in a little while here. Yeah. But uh, we're just trying to bring on people to share our stories, inspiration. Uh, we're going to talk about health in today's times, second act, um, and maybe family time during the holidays if we have time to get to that. Because it's pretty busy here.
1: And you know what? I really like that part of it because I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but I really like podcasts who, Uh, bring on people you know it doesn't have to be all the time but you bring on who you can and who would like to share their stories I like really hearing about their stories and what they've learned in their particular uh, journey or path or situation Mm -hmm. that they've encountered whether it be health whether it be relationships whether it just be parenting right Um, you know and all of that stuff or even getting older (laughs) Just life, just life. so life. And um, I've always struggled because, you know, you said about other, you know, bringing on other people. And I've always struggled with that because I I don't know why I've struggled with it. Uh, Because a lot of times I listen to podcasts and I like it when I hear stories or they give me information, but I don't exactly like those that I feel if you do one, two and three, Oh, your life is going to be great, and yeah, like instructional have not financial freedom and all, and those yeah. are steps that you can take in your life that will be better. Don't get me wrong; they you 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 will do better in changing some of those things that aren't really going right in your life. But mm-hmm. I I learned a lot more from personal experiences and hearing uh, speakers that uh, share their stories and some of the yeah. things that they've done to get them where they're at. So. Yeah. Well, um, I'm I think, of this, Lisa. yeah. And,
0: and I think this is great because we're just here to build community, right? Mm-hmm. We're not here to sell anything or do anything crazy. We're here to. Oh, except community. Amy Roloff's little kitchen. <laughs> well, but that's fun stuff. That's just yeah. little things that we yeah. do on the side. But yeah. as far as building a community, listening to other yeah. people's stories, I, you've been an inspiration to all of your fans for yeah. all these years 24 years, is that 24 or 25?
1: Well, we just finished up twenty our uh, twenty fifth season, and wow. I've been doing this since two thousand and four. So wow, um, yeah. I'm now entering that kind of, I guess a career. I don't know, I don't call it you' not my the type of TV I'm on reality shows necessarily a career, but it is kind of, yes, it is if, you life is you always you know, like,
0: act like you're not, what's, you don't value relevant your own, or relevant, or like you're not, re- yes, think. too funny, yeah. too funny, well I think Let's because, get, you know, yes,
1: yes, but to, Let's, but to add on to your point though, besides everyone else, we definitely, you guys, all of you who follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and some of these podcasts, and, and the people that I've meet all through the journey, all through my speaking, and everything, you guys wow. are really the ones why, I continue to learn from myself, learn about me, but also mm-hmm. learn from all of you guys, some of the stories that I've heard. So, thank you for being a part of this. Uh, if you've guys got any questions, Lisa's going to try and grab some, and then we're going to, you know, um, see what yeah. we can get from all of you guys. Yeah. You want to do some shout outs here? Absolutely. On the and and go, what we for it. Here? go for it. Okay. We have Ju- Julie Larkin from Boston, and I'm assuming all Boston, right. Massachusetts.
0: Yes, and I want to throw in another Bostonite, uh, Bella Wallace. If She's watching. Hi from Mimi, and she's in Boston as well. So okay. just to do that. Okay. And then Michelle Dellen from North Carolina. And
1: then we have someone local, Diego Herrera from Albany, Oregon. Hey, Diego. Hello. Uh, and then we have Anjum
0: Hanafi from Austin, Texas. All right.
1: Well, Um, thank you. And from the chat, uh, you know, we got hello, Michigan. Thank you, Michigan, and Colorado, and Kentucky.
0: Who are you seeing? Uh, I'm seeing
1: uh, Brittany from Central Michigan. Oh, wow. Brittany, go, go Chips. All right. We got Bancroft, Ontario, Chicago, Ohio. Awesome.
0: I wanted to say hi to Mary Gertzen from Vancouver, Washington um and Ava Eliza and Michelle Hooper from uh Las
1: Vegas oh wow who, well hello who, hello hello we have who New else? Zealand Grand Blanc Michigan <laughs> Beaverton Lindsay hello from oh, Beaverton oh hey awesome
0: that's Palm Spring, Puerto Rico oh Ohio Mary Cattell from
1: Ohio oh yeah oh you're getting All these right. names
0: I'm trying to
1: stampede city I think it's called stampede stampede city Alberta
0: Ooh, I wonder if they ooh. have state
1: seats happening there.
0: All right, Southern Maryland. Uh, you might want to look in the chat, Amy, for a second. The private chat. Uh, oh. Springfield, okay. Oregon.
1: <laughs> I guess my microphone wasn't in the right position. Julie <laughs> Billings, Dillinsker- Oh,
0: I'm going to put this one up because she's from Springfield, Oregon. Woo-hoo! Oh wow! Welcome.
1: The Bay Area, right. California, Minnesota. So we have people from all over Queens, New York, Pennsylvania. So thank you all. Sydney, Australia. Thank you guys for joining us. I, I, I yes. really appreciate that.
0: Houston. Uh, my daughter got me a video camera. All right. Sorry, it went by too fast. Oh, here's Missoula, Montana. Spokane.
1: Oh, someone's asking me if my daughter is still in Spokane. Yes, she is. Ah. Yes, she is. I'm going up there in a, uh, not next weekend, the first weekend in November.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Candy from Georgia. Whoa! what was that? Oh, (laughs) what? Please avoid touching the mic. I'm not touching
1: the mic. (laughs) I'm not touching the mic. (sighs) I'm not sure either. (laughs) Okay, well, I've got to balance the mic because my whole life here is unbalanced. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. Is that better? Is that better? So we're getting these little messages from our producer in the background. So we're, could it ever be a perfect, uh, uh, youtube and uh facebook chat without some kind of technical difficulty
1: i don't know (laughs) i was trying to balance the mic because i don't have it on really a level spot right now
0: oh no oh (laughs) i have mine on a box well we're gonna fix that i've got it we've got a thing for that so all right okay i want to show this one too because you know we've got lots of fans from different countries so bonanote menaminas fofes adoras i'm a uh, I'm gonna butcher this up. verdaderas
1: Yes, thank you for. verdaderas. Oh, Brazil. Verdaderos. This is. This might be in uh, Portugal.
0: Oh. And okay.
1: not Espanol. Let us know where you're coming from. All right. England. Lots of things. Well, oh, anyway, I, um, we got a lot yeah. going on here, don't we?
0: I know. I can't believe it's already the 21st of October. No, We're I can't already, either. and, and uh, maybe Navid can show us. What has Amy been up to in this month of October? That well, we I've been helping so out far. at
1: pumpkin season. Yes. And so I dress up in costume. And I tell you, I really have a lot of fun. Look at Winnie the Pooh. Oh, and, my Chris, I love and my Chris is always a cowboy with a cowboy hat. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Oh, and Ooh. Minnie Mouse. I have so much fun. And especially when the, And the cheerleader oh. was my first costume because I thought, well, I better cheer this pumpkin season on, man. So,
2: <laughs> you know,
1: make, make sure it's a good, oh. good, good time. But, no, awesome. I've had fun at pumpkin season. You know, a lot of people ask me, why are you there? You don't live on the farm and, you know, all this other mumbo jumbo. Um, not mumbo jumbo. Those are good, valid questions. And, um, you know, I, I, I definitely struggled. You know, mm-hmm. over some of the years, I remember in 2019, you know, making that decision to, you know, leave the farm, find my own place. And um, then um, I didn't dress up at all that year. I wasn't in the mood. It's like, I, I yeah, you know, it, it was still hard for me leaving this place, leaving somewhere else, and then having to come back to film, you know, for our interviews and, I you know, know, other things. Know. And it it, it it just played havoc on my brain, really. My, my mental state, I suppose. Oh, So um, so I didn't dress up really that year. And I don't think I was really part of pumpkin season.
0: Yeah, um, that was a tough year. I remember. And yeah. sorry, everybody corrected me on here. I said it was the 21st, but it's the 19th. Yes, I'm 20. the one with the scattered brain right now. I'm <laughs> trying to say it's ahead of the time, but yes, it is the 19th. Thanks for the correction. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> but anyway, pumpkin season has been good. The amount of people that I've seen and met, and I'm really surprised and glad that I'm there when I meet people that have been there more than this year. This is a repeat visit. They came last year or several years ago and, and stuff like that. So um, thank you for coming yeah. out to the pumpkin patch. I've, I've enjoyed meeting every single one of you. And I look forward to this week weekend, rain or shine. It's supposed to be Very great cool. Friday and Saturday, yeah, it may rain Sunday or a little drizzly, but, you know. Yeah. What's fall without a little drizzle? I know, I know. It makes the season. I,
0: yeah. Well, so. let's kick this uh, talk off. Uh, I wanted to say that get ready for a giveaway at the end of our show. Oh, Two yeah. lucky winners are going to receive fall aprons. Amy's got one right there. I one do. Lucky- and you guys...
1: Oh yeah, see see that right there. That's probably a little dough from the pumpkin cream cheese swirl bread that I made. Or oh, loaf.
0: or okay, we'll have the Naveed. apple fritter cake.
1: Apple fritter. Oh yeah, cake. see, yes, there because I go. love apple fritter donuts, mm. and um, I had to, you know, I don't like frying stuff a lot. Yeah, so I made a cake we
0: go so you've got one version these are the new version that we're showing on the on the screen so yeah so well Well, those are a better version
1: because i think my wording was backwards that i showed you i don't know yeah
0: so very cool but that maroon color is available or the black and black is pretty cool i love the black one uh one lucky winner from youtube facebook and you're going to wait for the code and amy don't spill the code wait until the end of our show and we're going to code, and once you hear the code, then we will pick two lucky ones. And if you don't want... Can
1: I give them a hand?
0: Yeah. And you can also purchase. We can put the QR code up there now. Maybe, yeah. Naveed, for a minute. Um, if people want to just purchase for gifts, they're so fun for the holidays, like for Thanksgiving, to have a cool apron. Kind of fun.
1: Well, some people still make pumpkin pie for Christmas, too. Oh, that's true. So... Mm-hmm. But the code is something that I love to do.
0: Yes. And I think our guest does too. That's why we chose that. Oh, okay. So, yes. So awesome. I don't know. Navid, do you have the QR code for the apron right now just for a minute? Or if not? um
1: Oh, yeah. See, Jennifer there. Hayes loved when I ma- was making the pumpkin chicken soup. <gasps> Boy, do you have that up already? I'm so excited. Yeah, that was pumpkin uh, chicken pumpkin curry soup. That was so, oh, so good. Pumpkin was so and good. curry,
0: so good together. So good. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: so No, I loved oh,
0: it. People saying the sound is loud. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, Jessica Sandburn says she's
1: coming to the farm on Saturday with her friends. Jessica, I'll be there. Awesome. Uh, so you're coming Saturday. Okay. Well, just guess what I'll be dressed up as.
0: What are you going to be? Hang on. What, what is Nabi telling me? Your microphone's connected.
1: On your headphone. and that you just put headset? makes noises when touching it. I, I'm not touching it now. Is oh. that my paper?
0: I don't know. Lisa B now. Okay, we're going to bring Lisa B in. We're good. All right, you guys wait for the end. Uh, oh, don't touch your papers, Amy
1: oh <laughs> boy oh, i'm just touch- a mess today you
0: are a hot mess today <laughs> oh my god it says it's amy's headphone microphone when she moves her papers around okay, okay. we're done with touching papers touching microphone okay i'm really excited to bring in lisa Bilgen. um I met her eight years ago through a mutual colleague, and I was inspired by her story of overcoming a health challenge that led to a career change, moving. Um, She was in her early 50s. She's a single mom of two older kids out of college. She loves to travel. And she's going to tell us about her, her trip that she took this last summer in a in a van in France. How fun is that? Spent time with her grown, she loves to spend time with her grown kids and pets and is pro uh, passionate about dancing and staying active and healthy. So let's, and I think these in- are
1: inspiring stories to hear because a lot of these challenges come later in life. Not that any challenge isn't tough oh. at any point in life, but I think when they happen a little bit later, it's like starting over in some degrees. And sometimes we find it very hard to start over what we consider later in life. So it, it, it'll be great to, to hear what she has to say and you know, have us chit chat with her. Yes. All right. All right.
2: Hey, ladies.
0: Happy Lisa. Fall. Happy fall. How are you? Very
2: good. Welcome. Welcome to with you yeah, thank you, Lisa. Yes. Thanks for having me.
1: No, I I appreciate you being on here. Sometimes it gets a little nerve wracking or, you know, I, you know, you know, Lisa, but you may not exactly know me and it's like, okay, I'm going on this podcast. What are we going to talk about? I hope, you know, (laughs) that's what goes through my brain. (laughs) (laughs) So many people ask me and you know, some podcasts they're good, but it's like, it's just not for me. Yeah. Right. So thank you for being here.
2: Yes.
0: So we've got to welcome Lisa from Candy, Kirstie Bryant. Thanks, Candy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Lisa, we wanted to bring you on today because our community here is, they're awesome at sharing stories, hearing things that are inspirational, um, really things that are motivational. Um, and I, I just love your story. And maybe you could just start at kind of where you began just maybe from your first career and how you kind of reinvented yourself because we all go through that, right? There's, there's no way that you are uh, you get out of college and you do the same thing for the rest of your life. I mean, that's pretty uncommon. Usually you have to, well, I think it's very
1: uncommon nowadays because I think things change so much, especially technology wise changes your job. I mean, you know, I just saw a, a news article or a news thing you know, Amazon's bringing in robots, you know, that takes away jobs from people or, you know, technology changes it or whatever it may be. So, yeah, it's it's a yeah. lot harder to say in one
2: thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I know any grownups that are doing what they studied. Yeah. <laughs> All of us are like, oh, OK. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, OK. My, so where I where I started, you didn't mean birth. You meant from my last. Career. No. <laughs> maybe just
1: how yeah well we're glad you're alive and well since yeah
2: yeah, so I was doing I studied to be a cross-cultural trainer and I was doing that working at universities most of my life and um, I was living in Silicon Valley uh, for the last I don't know for like six years or so and really a dumb place to be a single parent. So I was just kind of waiting until my kids got old enough that I was divorced. So I didn't want to go far from the dad. And so I was just kind of waiting. And um I was literally about two weeks from giving my notice. Do you need to get that? No. Oh, goodness
1: <laughs> no <laughs> no one calls me and it's some robocall. Like, go away.
0: Man, you
2: just uh, broke
1: her flow. <laughs>
0: Uh, know,
2: be careful for with menopause days. people. You can't stop me. You know, I don't know. Why yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a um, whole nother
1: topic in itself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> another show. Time for another show. Um, so yeah, so I had already picked, that's why I, when I, when I was planning on Oregon and I picked Corvallis cause I knew I'd go to work at university cause that's what I always did. And I was sick of traffic in Silicon Valley. So I wanted to be, I didn't want to be Portland or Eugene. I wanted to be in the middle where there's nothing. Um, and so just like two weeks before I was going to give notice, um, I got an incidental finding. I'd, I'd had an MRI, not, not MRI, just like an X-ray or a scan of my neck. Um, and they were like, well, your neck's fine, but we see this black thing on your thyroid. And it was like, oh, so mm. that was how I found out I had thyroid cancer. And it was, um, I, I was telling Lisa this before, I feel guilty like you know i started getting stuff from survivor this and it's like oh my god i didn't go through what you know what most people that have cancer went through really serious suffer. i didn't have to do chemo i had a surgery they took it out and i did radioactive iodine so you know in the grand scheme of things so grateful and lucky it was very small and easy um Especially when well, it,
1: it sounds like they caught it in time Yes, that you yeah. were very, very fortunate. And, yeah. you know, sorry to interrupt it. Um, my first thought that comes to that is why some people don't share their story because it's not, they hear other people's stories and they don't think, mm-hmm. oh, they've been through more than I have or um, mine isn't so bad. And, and I think, you know, I think social yeah. media has got us really caught up in because our story doesn't seem drama enough or going through all of this stuff that it's not worthy to share or tell. Yeah. And, but I think, you know, for someone who's gone through a lot of challenges and someone who doesn't, it, the, 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 they both have value because someone who's gone through a lot of challenges, yeah, they may be able to handle it or whatever they're able to do. But someone who hasn't, hearing stories from other people, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, there's possibilities, there's hope and I can do this just to hang in there. Yes. It's hard going through, you know, uh, uh, whatever, um, I don't have the term right that you just said of how you, uh, you know, overcame, uh, thyroid cancer and not going through chemo and that. But it, to me, the whole point is it, I always say we should never negate someone's story because it's, seems so easy right. to get over. It is still yeah. something that's happening in your personal life along with everything else that's going on. So I always encourage, you know, people share your story um because it still gives people hope.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. very true. Very true. Yeah, and for me the scariest part was being a single parent. That's always uh, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, you know, that's that was the scarier part like thinking about all those things and um, what could still, happen. Yeah, exactly. What could happen. And, and did I, did I finish, did I wrap it all in a neat little bow? So if I'm gone tomorrow, you know, everything's like yeah, perfectly handed off, which, you know, who of us ever attains that. Yeah, right, um, But right. we try, we, we always try. try. We keep trying to put that bow yeah. on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I did make my escape and come up and I built in a little bit of time and I was so excited. I was so happy to get to Oregon and, um, I was, you know, just kind of networking and meeting people. And then it was like, okay, it's time to, you know, get, get a real job now. And so I would go online and look at Oregon state and I would just get, I would get in this yucky mood, you know, and I'd be like, okay, so the next day I'd do something else. And then I'd go back to it in yucky mood again. And I was like, huh, I get, maybe I just need like a new dysfunction. I'm kind of tired of every industry has its own particular brand of dysfunction. Right. So I just, I think I just needed a new one. And I was so. My chore that I gave myself when I got up here because I had had this, oh my gosh, I was about to give notice where I had amazing benefits and I get this diagnosis, right? So I'm going to go up and do some research on insurance that I can get for myself, just a little extra, even if I have whatever through the employer, just some disability or whatever it is that would kind of, you know, cover me. So as I started kind of researching that, I just got really passionate about, wow, our healthcare system is so, so broken. And we're not really yeah. as protected as we'd like to be. And so mm-hmm. that's how I kind of changed into the glamorous world of insurance that I know everyone strives from birth to <laughs> <laughs> just want to be in insurance, you know? Um, but I, it's but not. I just, <laughs> but I loved it. I was so like, I, I really wanted to help people, like, get, here's some really inexpensive ways to kind of protect yourself and make sure, especially if you're a single mom or a- But you got
1: into mom. health insurance, correct? Correct. Because I think yeah. a lot of times when people hear insurance, it, it, some of it that's intimidating, well, health insurance can be intimidating, especially nowadays. <laughs> I think when people hear about health, uh, about insurance, they think of, okay, how much am I going to be overdone with car insurance? okay, they want me to do life insurance, but when something happens, I'm not covered because there was some little line that I didn't read and, you know, or who's trying to get me insurance that I may not really need. And so, yeah, when they hear the general word, oh, I sell insurance or I'm helping people, you know, get the right insurance, all of these unfortunate images come into people's brain. That's, you know, kind mm-hmm. of unfortunate. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, and I think too that... Um, Probably the situation with the cancer is you wanted to change and do something different. You got Mm -hmm. to a point in your life where it was like, okay, this isn't working for me anymore. And reinventing yourself at at, how old were you when that when you made that choice to do something completely different that you've never done before? 50. 50.
2: And how old were your
0: kids at the time?
2: uh, we, Olivia was going to be a junior. I mean, sorry, Olivia was going to be a freshman in high school and Diego was going to be a junior.
0: Wow.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. And to move at that time in their life must have been challenging yes. enough as well. Cause I'm not sure what their response. Right. Uh, Diego was, was moving.
2: <laughs> The yeah. one in the middle of high school, of course. And I'll tell you one of the biggest reasons this story is still strikes me today, but I worked at Stanford and I lived as far from Stanford as I could to afford it. And so we had this road that you go down on the way to Stanford and there's the train that runs from, you know, San Francisco all the way down to the peninsula. And, um, there were literally, by the time I was driving my kid, dropping them off at school, there are literally people sitting in their lawn chairs at the train tracks because the suicide rate is so high there that parents volunteer to take shifts. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah. And so as I'm driving,
2: and that was why I wanted them out of there because, and I, you know, obviously it was not the ideal time to move, you know, to take a sophomore and, you know, going into his fun years of high school, it's not ideal. But to me, it was just more important to get out of that whole mindset that's Mm -hmm. so prevalent there of, you know, you're nothing unless you get a college degree and it has to be from a Stanford or a Yale or a Harvard. And it's, it's so limited and so backwards, you know, and, so and I, I think,
1: just, yeah, like, I think in San Francisco, I only lived in San Jose for a couple of years, but that whole tech industry mindset, like you say, and everything like that, your worth is so determined on very limited things. And And, 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 you know, just abstract value. It's like, where's the heart? Where, where is the people component? Where's all the people that work with
2: their hands that create things. But I also think it's a way of
1: teaching and helping our kids think sometimes you have to make a change, even though life may be going great, or if it's not going okay, or it's okay to change. Mm
2: -hmm. And you may not stop everything. Yeah. Yeah. You may not stop everything.
1: You yeah. may not stop everything you're doing, but, but being in a different place may help you enhance and further, yeah. you know, whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah. Well, I like have Penny's someone, comment yeah, here. She said, on, never Lisa. be intimidated to reinvent yourself. I just graduated with my RN degree at the age of 64. Congratulations. So awesome. Penny. Oh, I that say woohoo on awesome. that, Penny. That, yeah, that oh, is wow. completely awesome.
1: Wow. Because I think I'm right there with Penny. What do I do now, man? i got to reinvent myself.
0: Here's another comment that's wonderful. Talking about your story will save lives. People who have a platform and use it like this uh, will help other people. Thanks for sharing. This is what we're talking about. This is just community. We're just sharing our stories. And if it can help somebody else or, you know, give somebody else just a break from maybe their daily stress or whatever, just to be here and talk about things. So
1: I um, think it's one okay. of the reasons why I enjoy doing pumpkin season because occasionally people come up to me and, you know, comment about the show and what they like about it or what they saw on me, you know, stuff like that and everything. And it's amazing. It, it's probably a good thing to some degree that wisdom isn't quite given to the young. Cause I don't know if they'd know what to do with it. <laughs> um, because, you know, the older I get, I do feel bolder. I do feel a little more confident and it might be because you overcome this big hump unless midlife, I went through a divorce and I'm thinking, whoa, man, you know, what do I do now? Like, this is like a train just suddenly stopped on me. And I knew we could keep going, but what do I do now? It stopped. I, I got to get yeah. off. It's, it's, you know, it, it's just crazy. Yeah. But I think if we just breathe, and just give our give ourselves a little time just to think and embrace and acknowledge that yeah we're in a tough situation this is going to be hard it's not going to be easy but let's regroup who's our community who are the people around us who can we you know kind of just talk to and maybe have them help us uh g- give us that that little lift to clear the, the this chaos event that's in our lives to say okay This is what I need to do. These are the steps here. These are the steps here. And it's almost like you got to go in business mode because when you're too emotional in it, then you're not exactly prepared about those steps that will come along the way that may not work out. So my question to you, Lisa, would be um, you left and wanted to move. Because of your life situation changing, but because also the environment that was going on in San Francisco, San Francisco area, Bay area, I should say, it wasn't very conducive anymore for you, for your family. And you were thinking a move may be able to better handle what's happening. Um, and then hopefully find something, uh, you know, a place that would be able to help you get through your health situation as well.
2: Right. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think being brave, you know, a lot of people stay stuck in their situations yeah. and they say, I just can't move. I can't yeah. do this. But if it's you fear, at, it is fear. But yeah. look at Lisa here, Lisa B. She was mm-hmm. able to move to a different state, bring her kids and start a brand new career. That's that's pretty, um pretty cool that that you were able to do that. And you're very successful now. So um I, I just I love your story. I love your story. And what are you doing to stay focused, like on your well-being? Because you're in physically now. Things are Mm -hmm. are well, correct? You're doing okay, health wise. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's yeah. You just scan every year to make sure it stays, you know, away and it's good. Um, But yeah, and it does really get you. You know, we all have that, right? You all, we all know we need to take care of our health. And I think I've always had that. And I'm from Los Angeles originally. So being fit, you know, is always a a big pressure. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, that weather.
2: After after 50, it's really, I'm finally figuring out, I wish I had figured it out before, that it's more about fun than, like, I don't do anything to be well that isn't fun to me. At all yeah. anymore. I used to, you know, run and exercise, you know, do the thing, go to the gym. And now it's like, oh, boring. I don't want to do that. So <laughs> not like uh, I, yeah. I know you won't. And why spend half your day like I really should go do this thing that I don't want to do? Blah.
1: Well, that or That's you're funny. finding other things that still give you quote exercise, but like they're more fun. I, I am so with you there because yeah. how I exercised before, it's like, well, number one, I don't think my body could hold up to that. But Now we, you know, Chris and I, like the whole world has discovered pickleball,
2: even though it's been
1: around for eons and in the Pacific Northwest, I'm like, why don't we have more indoor places if this whole game was discovered here in Washington anyway. But like you, yeah, I think the older you get, we're not wasting our time because I think doing those things, I think subconsciously we have to keep up with something. Yeah. Or we think we have to keep up with something, whether it be our age, whether it be our environment, whether it be the job, hang on to this so I can get promoted or whether it be in a relationship or anything. And I think, like I said, the wise wisdom is, you know, valued for when you get older, we're thinking, you know, that's not as important is, you know, health important. Well, absolutely. Is nutrition important? Well, absolutely. But how we go about it and how we think about it is what really has changed. And I think in the end, we're much better off than all this other stuff we've been doing.
2: Oh, way better off. I didn't realize even when I was doing the exercising, the the way that you're thinking about it isn't good for you. You know, it's stressful and it's and now like. Uh, and I were talking about dance parties that's one of the things I do and I'm in my busiest season right now I do medicare so it's just I could I could stand at the desk for 24 hours so I make sure every few hours I walk out I put on a song and I go upstairs and I just dance you know for for a three-minute song but I'm I'm here to tell people
1: dancing burns calories yes
2: exactly and clears your head you know it's such a nice like right this isn't all there is the next email the next thing you know it's just so freeing and i'm also hooked i always tell lisa about supernatural i'm such a fan of supernatural which is the through the vr
0: not Uh, a weird thing not a weird supernatural just to be clear uh it's a virtual reality headset
2: that you put on What's well, an app right? for the head?
0: Yeah,
1: and I'm glad the you explained what VR was.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know it's halloween. I know we're close to Halloween and everything, but no, we're not doing any witchy stuff right here.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm open to that as well. But hey, yeah. no, no, we, no. Yeah, Supernatural <laughs> is it, and it's amazing. You pick your workout, and then you can pick it, and it'll show you what songs are in it. I usually pick it by the songs, and then. And then it's like, here you are, I'm in, I'm on a mountain in New Zealand and you're just looking around at the real scenery and then you do your exercise to that, you know, and you can do a three minute song, you can do a 10 minute, it's fat, but it's fun. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, Oh, I want to go do that. I'm not like, Oh, I should really go do my, you know? Yeah. run. Well, when you said like
1: music as well, I, I think, you know, dancing and music and stuff like that, taking your 15, you know, minute break from that that constant constantly looking at a screen standing up and emails and stuff like that it uses another part of our brain so it almost gives that other side of the brain a break to kind of like breathe and use quote the other side of the brain to be a little more creative and a little bit goofy and crazy or something and i and Mm. i think that's a good thing yeah so
0: if we all had a virtual reality headset we could all go into a studio together and dance together, right? Yes. We should do that, Amy.
1: Well, I, I don't even know what a VR is. Like, like, how do you get one? Like, it's how do you buy one? Like, Costco. what do you do?
2: Costco, Costco. has it.
1: <laughs> well, where do you plug it in at? Your computer? Like, like, what do you do? Just
2: like your phone. You plug it in and charge it, and then it's good. And then it's just, you put it on your head. And then there's so many different apps that you can buy for so when you're
1: when you're doing it, you're not plugged into anything because you already charged it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. How fun would that be?
2: It's That's so good. fun. I try all over the place. I do it with my friend in North Carolina. We get oh, on wow. and do, you know, we have a party together and then we can pick whatever things we want to oh, do. Oh, look
1: at this. This uh Shelly Go, water aerobics is fun. Oh, oh that might not it. be a VR, that might just be water aerobics. You know that what might be you're Real absolutely water. Right. <laughs> Yeah, water aerobics. They might have
0: an app for that. You maybe think you're swimming
2: and you're not. I don't know. It's true. It could be. I'll look for it it on there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Well, one (laughs) thing that super inspired me is, you know, we we work together. So Lisa last summer said, I'm going to take some time off, but I don't have time to like stay away from my job. So I'm going to do my job as I take time off. And why don't you tell us a little bit of your adventure last last summer with a vacation, but still not getting, you know, not being away from working and things people can yeah. do and afford.
2: Yeah. And it was trying to get away from, because that's always how it's like, you work, you work, you go on a vacation, you work, you work, you go on a vacation. And I wanted, I want in this next chapter of my life to be away from that. I just want to be able to go wherever I want to go and work from there. And Europe was actually fabulous for me because I've never been a morning person. And I always struggle here with, you know, because our world is morning centric. Um, And there I could work till 3 a.m. because it's nine hours ahead and then sleep till noon and then get up, go out, wander the streets of France, eat as many chocolate croissants as I wanted to and coffee and and then. Like five or six start working again, so it was lovely for me, and I did that for a few weeks um, there. And so I rented a there; they call it a forgone and here it's not an RV; it's small, but like it's bigger than a camper van. van. Yeah, it's yeah <laughs> camper it van those two, but you still drive it, and you're driving everything. So now the next one I want to try is I want to try a pull, like a trailery thing. Um, and see if I prefer that. the, the all in one drive it around or the pull it and drop it and then you have a car to go because we had some struggles in, in Europe, you know, in some of the little towns with my big thing. So um, but yeah, just the concept of being, you know, if I want to go visit, I see so many people Michigan here. all my my dad's family is from Michigan. So yeah, if I want to go to Michigan and be with cousins and hang out, then I just, um, oh, Amy's frozen
0: we'll
2: keep going. Okay. Um, Yeah. Just work from there, you know, just continue your life, but you're in a new place and then you go out to dinner in a new place and see the scenery and you have weekends in a new place. And so you don't have to, Americans are are the worst at life balance, you know, two weeks of vacation out of 52. That's not really a lot. I know.
0: That's a lot. (laughs) And yeah, And I like Kathy B here. And just so you guys know, Amy will be coming back on. She had to restart her computer. She had a... She'll be right back, Maxine. She goes, Amy disappeared. Robert says, lost Amy. She'll be right back. Um, I I wanted to just say, though, do any of us deal with depression or anxiety? Did you have any of that when you were trying to re- Invent yourself, or even taking this big trip where you uh, went out and I mean, you left the country. You rented a camper van and you drove the country around the country of France I, or Europe. That was amazing to me. That
2: was so brave. I don't know if I could do it. You could. It's so fun. It would be, but it's true. Everybody has their comfort level, and that's I think what Amy was talking about. Social media. You see people doing things, or you hear this, like, "Oh my God," she, and then you feel like oh, that, you know, I couldn't do that or then you're going to do something else that we'd be going, whoa, you did that. That would be so scary for me. You know what I mean? We all have our level of what excites us. And mm-hmm. um, well, Welcome back. Welcome back. Well,
1: sorry about that. I I have no idea what happened there. Yeah. It's a good job. Well, you know, Katie back. had a crazy internet in your house, you know. Yeah. I know.
0: Shelly, yeah, go. Oh, put sorry. on here. Oh, sorry. Shelly Gow put on here. She had anxiety, but not anymore. I, I went through a bout of anxiety. I, I never really shared that. But when my father, uh, the last two years of his life, I was the only child and I had to take care of him and watching him decline from Parkinson's was so devastating to me. And just because he was always the strong man of the family and, you know, and so I went through a couple of years where I just really had a hard time, uh, like being in small rooms with people or getting in a place where I couldn't get out. Or it was weird how my brain started kind of doing some of that stuff.
1: And uh, do you think some of that is from um, being an only child? Not really being able to, you know, talk about it with siblings or, you know, things like that. Like you felt alone. I didn't have anyone to
0: share. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, even though you're married and all that stuff, it's just, it's it's different without having some of that other people connected so directly to your dad. Obviously, you being the daughter. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I think so. I didn't have. And again, everyone else was helping to support the situation, like my son and my husband. But at the same time, that was my dad, you know, growing up with your dad and then having him be at a restaurant. And all of a sudden he's choking. And, you know, every time you take him out to dinner, he's going to choke. But he wants to go anyway. And so I didn't want to hold him back from living the best life he could. So, yeah. And it it took a couple of years to really get through that. And, and I did take some medication. I'll be honest. I took a little bit of medication and it was situational and now I'm fine. Everything's great, but you know, seek help if you need it. Don't be afraid to ask for that help if you need it and see a medical professional. If it's to the point where you can't manage it on your own,
1: because sometimes you do need help just to get yourself through the situation. Yes. And understanding that, you know, whoever you talk to, you could talk to a therapist for the rest of your life. It doesn't matter. But if that's something that is helping you, you know, just be your best throughout life or get through this situation, to me, it's worth it than being feeling stuck and there's no way out, feeling yes. alone. And there's no way out. I mean, we could talk about so many different things that has gone on in this country and then narrow it down to individuals and families that have faced that, especially during this whole COVID thing, you right. know, in 2021. Right. and 21. And um, so to me, it's, it's, yeah, it's, that in
0: itself was oh, huge. Yeah. And that's one of the number one things now in, in healthcare are mental illness and or mental health uh mm-hmm. situations not so much illness but mental health issues and uh lisa can attest to that that's part of our business is
1: yeah.
0: huge now huge. Well, i also
1: think it's just helping people to to find that hope that hope that you know tomorrow's another day you don't know what it's going to do just because today sucked and it didn't go well or you're dealing with this tomorrow's another day and keep your mind go from day to day instead of looking at this long term that this is going to be my life from now on you don't know that, right? And, you know, so right. by seeking help or, or finding the right medical care or finding a really good, close, confidential friend group that you can really share with and vent or medical, like a therapist or, you know, something like that. It's, you know, to me, it's like, we all face challenges one way or in another. And it's just a matter yeah. of just believing enough that it's, it, it's, you know, things will change. It could be years right. or it could be tomorrow. That's right. And the I've thing m- about
2: depression, you asked about depression. And, and I think yeah. um, it's so hard to know. Like I've, after my mom died, I think I had it, but I had no idea. And it show. it doesn't show, it's not like a fever and a rash where you're like, Oh, this is this thing. You know, it's so unclear. Right. And I had a doctor saying to me, Oh, maybe you're depressed. And I was like, oh, she's crazy. I was like, fine, do whatever. I was like, could you just test my blood? I know I'm anemic. Like I totally thought yeah. that's what it was. And then she's like, your blood's fine. And I was like, oh, so maybe just really paying attention, like it, it, paying more attention to yourself and what's really happening and kind of open your mind to like, oh, could it be depression or could it be anxiety? Cause it might be right. they're not clear, especially when you're the one in it, it doesn't show. Right. Clearly.
1: That, that's but i right. also that's think right. what, um, you know, your situation and then just I think a lot of the mental health and a lot of things that are coming seemingly, it's not like we, we always had it, but seemingly this has been elevated since COVID. And I think COVID really brought mm-hmm. out things that might've been simmering, but now they've, now they have exploded to some yeah. degree, you know, yeah. kids staying home, how the school has changed or facing a life challenge such as divorce. Cause that's relational. I mean, that's traumatic. Mm -hmm. Like something died, something changed, whether you wanted it or not. It's still something that, you know, is is very impactful when it deals with the heart and relationships and emotions and psychologically.
0: Well, and mine was, I wasn't like embarrassed when my dad would choke at a restaurant or anything. I was, it would be loud. And then people would think, Oh my gosh, he needs medical attention. And they'd rush to the table or we'd have to, do something. I mean, I just was anticipating it was going to happen. So all of a sudden that would give me anxiety or stress mm-hmm. or, you know, and then anyway, it you just were waiting off. for the, what if I was waiting for the, and then your brain starts saying, yeah. what if, what if Yeah, that's exactly, you nailed
1: it, Amy. Yeah.
0: You nailed it. And so that's it all you me. focus on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, look so. at me at that one speaking, uh, you know, yes. uh, thing that I yes. went through. I have never <laughs> encountered something like that in my entire life, but it, it, it was so magnified about everything that was going on in my life. I went to this big speaking, <clears throat> speaking thing where speakers went to it and, you know, they gave their little top it you was know, a 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Showcase type of thing. And it was like all of the things in my life came to this very moment. I was listening to all these speakers and everything. I'm like, God, they're good. What? What am I doing here? Like, what? I shouldn't be here. Like,
0: right? No, right. I wanted
1: to run out of the room. And how old was I? I was like 55.
0: Well, but like, guess what?
1: You were I, going through your divorce. You had oh, just man. been
0: separated. Yeah. you'd just been separated and talking divorce, and everything was crashing down around you. That's but exactly I the time like I that was happened.
1: In second grade, not good enough, you know, yeah. because being a little person and average size people and every size kids and everyone could always do something better than me. It doesn't matter how good I was or how hard I tried. I have I, it. It was like I was shoved on stage, spotlights yeah. on me. Words were coming out of my mouth. I didn't. even Oh, it was. Yeah.
0: It was you horrible. were out of control. You yeah. felt out of control, and and from the outside, it didn't look like that. But oh. to you, I know you just kind of froze and was. You were like, I did because all day you analyzed everybody. Else oh yeah, that was in the showcase. It was you the were worst the decision
1: end. to sit there and have listen never... to everybody. Yeah, I should have been out of the room or the first one on, and I would have been fine. Yeah, yeah, But, yeah. You know. but
0: again, all those other things factored into yeah. your life. That caused but the that.
1: unfortunate thing on some of those things that happen and you just have to rebound from it and you just have to believe enough in yourself to continue on. But sometimes those moments, unfortunately, can impact you in a way because that's the last thing people see of you. And then they think you can't do this, which is very, very, you know, unfair uh, to some degree, because it's like, man, I've been doing speaking for quite some time. But man, that thing. ugh.
0: Well, here's here's a question, um, and I think we could take some questions from the audience now. I've been trying to pop some up, but maybe yeah. we could take a few. Um, Renee, Renee. Saying I I get scared getting in a car and drive. Amy, can you help me through this? I've been watching you for years. Just what would you would do? Obviously, you're not a medical uh-huh. professional, and you yeah. can't give medical advice or. Well, that, I,
1: or- I for for me, I think the first thing I I don't understand what may have happened or why you are. You know, have you always been, Renee, afraid getting in a car and driving or are you just afraid to get in a car regardless who's driving or you're afraid to get in a car and drive? I think you have to take baby steps when it comes to things like that. And I think get in a car and just drive around your block. Stop at a stop sign, make a left turn, make a right turn and just go just go around the block. Maybe just get a little more familiar with the car again, with that environment. Pick a destination that you know. Okay, if you know how to get a grocery store, go to the grocery store or some store really close by. Just get in the car. You know where you're going. Stop sign. Do this. The, 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 the traffic light. You know, even if you can make a right turn on a red light, don't do it. Wait till it gets green. Who cares about people behind you? Just because you can make a right turn on a a red light does not mean you have to. So just wait till it turns green because, you know, when it turns green, you can go. And then when you see people cross to me, it's like taking taking those baby steps to get you a little more comfortable and then maybe have someone that you really trust and that is really um, a cheerleader for you in the car with you and say, hey, you're doing great. This is awesome. But I would start by doing those little things first instead of thinking, oh, I need to go across town and I'm afraid to get in the car. So you don't get in the car at all. To me, it's really about learning how to start over again in some ways, but you already know how to do it.
0: Right, right. Here's another one from Gina. I was always a strong one in the family until I wasn't. I ended up with panic attacks and anxiety. I had to learn to be vulnerable. Hardest lesson I ever had to learn. Yeah. I think that. And, um, and
1: I would agree with that. And I think a lot of moms, you know, sometimes go through that. Like you, Lisa be like being a single mom, like you got to, like you're the it, you got to take care of everything. And I think yes. a lot of moms even being married and, you know, there's other different things. If you're an at-home mom, then everyone thinks you need to do everything, everything that involves the house, the kids, everything. And then when you're a job, when you have a job, You still have to take care of that stuff or, you know, maybe your husband or depending on what they do, you know, will do something But I I agree. I think sometimes there comes to a point where it it, it becomes overloaded and, Mm -hmm. and you forgot to take a moment just for yourself to breathe and look back and see what you've accomplished and where your kids are that are at. And, you know, as parents, we can only do the best we can for our kids. But there comes to a certain stage. I'm here for you but your choices are your choices as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is um, Deb, Deborah. I, I have agoraphobia It's where I panic when I have to leave the house alone. I'm getting better. You should talk to someone. So that is good. You should talk to a professional, but I still like Amy's. I still like your uh, taking little steps or even to go outside. Maybe if you just walk down your Mm -hmm. stairs uh, to your front of your yard, come back up, just take little tiny steps to try and say, okay, that was all right. And again, what did you say? It was worrying about
1: what ifs. Oh yeah. Oh, I did that all my life. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm still doing it. Like Lisa B. Um, I'm kind of in your position right now because, you know, we just wrapped up 25th seasons here and, you know, it'll, you know, television will probably all go away. And I'm like, I can't, I, I, I need to bring an income in. I, I can't retire yet. I, I don't have enough unless I use it all up and then I get to retirement and I don't have anything. Um, so yeah. it's, 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 and that what if man that creeps in, it's not as powerful as it was when I was much younger. Uh, But like that person who, I think it was Penny, who went back and got her RN degree at 64. Yes. I mean, hallelujah. I'm going back to, but it's still scary. I'm going back to um, one of the things I'm doing. I'm doing several things, but one of the things I'm doing is trying to be a substitute teacher within the school. Because I want to go back to something that I think I was always meant to do but the what ifs when I was in college and everything, I went and got a different, I got a business degree instead of a teaching one. And I thought, you know what, before I can't do it, I want to see if I can, can I be in that kind of classroom? I, I taught preschool and stuff like that. But, you know, there comes to a point where, you know, a panic attack, not leaving the house and everything. I, I you know, Lisa uh, D, you know how mm-hmm. I talk about the onion. We're on the outside of the onion and we, and we don't want to take those steps. We want to go right to the core. Well, you're not really going to get the best out of the core unless you take the time to get through some of these layers. And by time you get to the core, you'll say, I did it. I made it. I did it. And I deserve this. I'm here. What an accomplishment. And so like, you know, definitely talk to someone, you know, about a lot of these things, you know, whether it be a medical profession, a therapist or whatever, um, but I think a lot of it has to do with baby steps, you know, don't, so don't put that kind of pressure on yourself yeah, to be, yeah. uh, you Yes, yeah,
0: somebody's there to help you. There's gotta be somebody you've got to share something with, with a friend or a relative or,
1: Okay, well, we do I wanna... not know this right here. Yes,
0: we do. I'm bringing oh, do Lisa, Lisa B has her <laughs> Spanish skills because Lisa, you lived where for how long? I lived in Ecuador for a year. And wow. can you read that question for us? This is
2: great because we usually don't have anyone that can do this. Oh, well, Chica,
1: yeah. Chica's is uh, women or kids or something.
2: Yes. My beautiful ladies. Good night. My beautiful ladies I'm from Cali, Colombia. Um, yes. Blessings. And I hope you have a great night. I adore the show. Um, yeah. Just and they've been getting lots of international. You had Peru. You had Ireland. It's amazing. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we have So, muchas gracias, people. Monica.
1: Monica? Yeah, muchas gracias. Mucho
0: gusto you know Monica. what's very
1: interesting? I was so appreciative of being on the farm. I don't know why I went here. Uh, but we have a lot of hearing impaired that come to the pumpkin farm. And, you know, when I meet so everyone, I'm always curious of where people are at and everything. And, you know, they go, oh, we don't, you know, we're hearing. I said, oh, okay. Years ago, someone showed me sign language about coming to the pumpkin farm. So oh, I know yes. very, I, I know very little, you know, sign language, but thank you. And then welcome. So I always say welcome to mine, like, see all of this, my, my, and then pumpkin farm. And then they're like, Oh yes, yes. You know? So they get so excited that, um, I think they're more appreciative that, um, I knew something. Yes. absolutely. I took the time to know something, uh, why I brought that up, I have no idea. No.
0: Because we were talking about Spanish, international, <laughs> yeah. different languages, communication, right? Because this is our community. Yeah. There are people on here that yeah. probably are hearing impaired. We have some yeah. that uh, you know, we obviously have the chatting, but we do put this, I believe, in full caption when we're done um, as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so but I think it's I think it's see? just
1: another way of <clears throat> You know, trying to build a community and help other people be a part of that community by learning something about them. And that's why I'm a big fan of just sharing stories, just sharing life experiences. And you don't have to be going through the same thing, but we can at least have um, uh, compassion and something from that story that may, you know, be able to help us in our own life, whatever we may be thinking or wanting or going through.
0: Yeah, no, I think this is been a great conversation it's already over five o'clock can you
1: believe that no no, no, i can't (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute lisa b is there any i mean we could go on and on but um anything else that you would like to share any like one thing that really helped you or in the middle of what you were going through you're like okay i need to do this like when you got to corvallis do you live in corvallis or portland area
2: Uh, I'm now I'm, uh, Northwest of Corvette and West of Salem, like in between. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So,
1: you know, you've stayed there. I guess you have felt comfortable there and, you know, your kids seem to be okay with being there. Is is there anything else that you would want to share something that whatever life challenge that someone may be going through health wise or other, what helped you?
2: <clears throat> yeah. And I think, I think it is the bit it's full circle. Cause I think it is the thing let go, letting go of all the things we should do. Mm-hmm. Right. That we, we yeah. should be exercising. We should be like, let go of all of it and doing what brings you joy. Like mm-hmm. what always brings mm-hmm. most parents joy is their kids. Right. And my daughter is living in France, which is why I went there for so long. Wow. And so, I realized after a while, like I miss, I chat with her a lot and I see my son, but it's like, we don't have that time together that we used to. So I made Sunday Brinner, 11 a.m. My son and his girlfriend come to my house and we make brunch and then they log on and they're having dinner in France and we have Brinner. So Ooh. finding oh, ways. Yeah. But just finding ways, you know, we got to be creative now, but yeah, figuring out what makes you happy and then finding mm-hmm. ways to make it mm-hmm. happen. I think We just, yeah, yeah, we're worried about depression and anxiety and we have all those. And we, we, I think a lot of times we forget like, what makes me happy? Let me do that thing, you know?
1: And I think it's an old cliche saying and comment, but it is true in a lot of ways just to take it one day at a time, because by taking it one day at a time, I think you disallow fear to have such a hold on you that makes you not be able to move and move forward so it's like, you know, there's a lot of stuff you need to do next week, the month or whatever, especially if you're going through a health challenge or a divorce or it's any, it's like, what do I need to do right now? Yeah. Like for me, it was like, okay, I need to call my lawyer. Do I need to answer this email? I'm not talking, thinking about what's the result, of all this, this is what I need to do. And then like what you're saying, but what do I need just to breathe? And yeah. for me, it was just sitting out in the sunshine being in nature, having my feet touch the grass. And yeah, you know, like, okay, okay, I, I'm I'm gonna be okay. I'll go back in. What do I need to do right now? Yeah. And so, like I said, it seems like an old cliche, but sometimes we need to just take that one day at a time, and it could be a week, it could be a month or something like that, in order for fear not to get a hold of us, in, right. in order for us not to feel so out of control. And then we can then say, okay, you know what? It still may be there, but I got a h- handle on it.
2: Yeah. I can maybe right. take
1: this step that I'm uncertain about, but I have this hope that this is where it's gonna lead me.
0: Yep. Yeah, yes, I agree. Exactly. Someone I read it, it recently, somewhere,
2: someone said it. Do the next I just need to do the next right thing. Yeah. The next right thing.
1: Well, the reason I asked you that question, because so many people ask me, you know, being on television and everything, you know, what is the one thing that helps you get every, you know, through life and your divorce and how do you, you know, still come back to the farm and you're not living here and, you know, stuff like that. And Lisa has heard me uh, say this a lot. Uh, But for me, and I may not be for everyone, but I always tell someone, find that one thing that's not so dependent on your situation on a life event someone else you know you constantly needing someone else to feed you like you got to be happy well sometimes someone's all something's always got to do do that for you what is it that you you know can absolutely do for yourself but it's not based on anything making it happen and i always tell people it's my faith you know my my christian faith and i said because that's always there i i know i will get through this I, i have no idea how I don't know what, you know, the good Lord's going to do, but I have to, that's my hope, my faith. And it may not be for everyone. And that's why I always say everyone needs to find that one thing that -hmm. they can just hang on to that um, will always be there in their greatest, joyful, happiest of times. And also in your worst of times.
0: Yeah. I love it. Well, you guys had talked about uh, Dance Party, what brings you joy, and Dance Party came to mind. And guess what, people? It's that time of our show where we are giving away the two aprons and once... Well, Facebook, we're, yeah, the two we're aprons YouTube, on Facebook and YouTube. Yep, yeah. Okay. And the code words words are Dance Party. So if you guys want to throw in the word dance party into the chat here, we'll let that roll for a few minutes. We'll keep talking and visiting and ask, and we'll grab some questions here from the audience. And then uh, we'll give two lucky winners. We'll announce who they
1: are. I just want to make sure, because the way we have it in there, you'll only receive one apron, not aprons.
0: Right, right. You get a choice of two colors. Yeah. Yeah. Pick one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. All right. So everyone put dance party in as we go. And what other questions do we have from the audience here? I'm looking to see, uh, who else,
1: um, well, if anyone has any you know, thoughts or suggestions of what helped them to overcome, yes. you know, uh, a situation in their life or how they helped someone else or, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that. But, um, uh, well, this I might like... be a little personal Lisa B, but are you still single? Are you? I am. Or?
2: Okay. No, I am, and it is the fun. It's the f- most yeah. fun I've had. Yeah. I've I've been in a relationship since I was fourteen. Like I'm okay, one of those yeah. serial yeah. <laughs> relationship people, and yeah. I got divorced in twenty. And oh, my yeah. daughter said to me a little bit ago, "Oh, mommy, are you? I worry that you're lonely." And I was like, "Oh my God, not yet. Not a yeah. not for a minute." <laughs> Because it's well, the first yeah. time that you kind of are like, what do I yeah. want to do right now? It's whatever I want. I love yeah. it.
1: It was one of the, the. I mean, not that going through divorce for me was hard. It was the most difficult thing personally in my life. One of the most difficult things. But the one thing I was so appreciative and the only thing I could think how I was thinking was either faith or I still had enough belief in myself that, no, I I like me. I think I'm a great person to hang out with and be with. I mean, getting divorced, I'm like, okay, you're the one that is crazy, you know, for (laughs) wanting to do that. But just getting through divorce, it's like, no, I like me. And like you, it's like, I'm okay. I'm okay not to have someone in my life. That doesn't define who you are. Yeah. But I think uh, we have to get to that place, you know, with a lot of divorced women, they may go right into another relationship without really finding who are you? Yeah. What exactly. do you want? What do you exactly. need? Not only all of that, but get to a point now that I'm here and I like me, I'm a good person, my heart, my intent is always to do good things and mean well. Not that it's always going to happen, but you know, we, we just do our best but then you're able to open yourself up to be able to give to someone else because a relationship is a give and take. We can't go into a relationship saying, "Well, do you do this for me? Do you do this for me? Do you do this for me?" It's like, "Okay, but what am I going to give in to that relationship?" So I think really liking who you are and being okay mm-hmm. with being alone because you got enough of a community and things you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. going on a hike by yourself or going to a restaurant yeah. or a movie or whatever you like to do. Um, I, I yeah. think it's key. I think it's really yeah. is key. Yeah. I like
0: Terry's comment. It's okay to be by yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what is each of
1: your best advice for the younger generation? Ooh, that's a good well, question. I think the best advice, it depends on what the situation is, really. But um, I I think for me, oh, go on, Lisa. No, no, go. Well, for me, it's um, number one, really, truly believe in yourself and not be so afraid to fail. And if you do succeed, embrace it, be good with it and then you know continue on don't like stop there and say okay i don't have to do anything else because i've already succeeded no there's still so much more to you and i think when it becomes a relationship like i told my kids it's like in a relationship you're you're two circles you're an individual and this other person is is an individual and a relationship will only work if two circles truly intersect Mm -hmm. however it does not mean you give up all of you. You're still an individual. There's still things that you may want to do without your partner or spouse or whatever. But if you only intersect a little bit, that to me is where a relationship will run into trouble because you're too much individuals, but you think you're together, but you still leave enough of yourself as an individual because that's what makes you so unique. Right. Not everything's going to be rosy. It's a roller coaster ride. And, (laughs) you know, and, and what does it mean to be happy? It's not this person's job to make you happy, but it's this person's job to be in life with you and partner through the tough times and the bad times and all of that. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Lisa, what are your comments on that?
2: Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, definitely find taking the time to find out who you are before you do the whole partner. And then especially kids, because then you do kids and it's yeah. pretty much, you know, all about, which is amazing. I wouldn't trade. It's the funnest time ever, but yeah. that's yes. why now I'm taking all this time to be like, oh yeah, what do I want to do? If I have free yeah. time, what would I do? It's like, yeah. it's, it's taking me right. forever to figure it out. Whereas if I figured it out before I'd just be jumping right back into it, you know, or yeah. yeah. so yeah, taking time for you, who, who am I? What do I like? What do I want? Exactly. And partner. And so, I right. think to add on
1: to that too is as we try and think about ourselves and what we want to do and a partner that we want to be with or just by ourselves or whatever we want to do, don't take too long to do that because you will never completely figure yourself out because as we get older, each year brings new experiences that we never thought we'd encounter. And wow, I learned something else about me. We're constantly mm-hmm. learning about ourselves along with being with someone else. So you, you may never completely figure yourself out, but figure yourself out and believe and know yourself enough to not be so afraid to take a chance, to Mm -hmm. take a risk, to leave this career and jump into another one, you know, because. Yeah. Well,
0: and and I think too, I think too, stay true to yourself. That is a big thing for young people. And you see all the social media, all this mm-hmm. doom and gloom, all these things that go on and you say, I can't do anything. I'm one person. I can't help anybody. It's it's a global thing. It's Everything is horrible right now. And you know what, You if you just make one person's day, if you get in an elevator and you give someone a compliment or your neighbor next door is yeah. struggling for a meal or is an elderly person and they need some kind of help, maybe they need their lawn motors, just even a bag of groceries, you can make a difference in one person's yeah. life. You don't have to follow the sheep and run off the cliff. Do something individually th- just to help one person can change their life and make a difference in yours as well. So that's my two cents. And, for and it. I think
1: uh, I another thing I would say to young people too, it's okay to say no and you don't want to do it because like what Lisa said, you can't do everything. It's going to no. be overwhelming. overwhelming. It, you're you're talking about panic attacks and anxiety and lack of self-worth because it's impossible for anyone to do everything that You know, we we may want or be asked to do. It's okay to say no or like, you know, I don't have time right now, but I can do this, whatever time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's
0: okay. Well, I think I think we have the winners. Uh, Naveed, would you like to put up the winners for our? You'll have a choice of an apron, a black one or a maroon one, and we're gonna have a Facebook winner and a YouTube winner, and we're gonna post them now. So Michelle johansson from facebook
2: congratulations michelle
1: and you, you too maria to
2: kate yeah you too okay. maria kate can't wait to see what you gals cook in those
0: yeah. yes we can have a
2: picture of that all right oh yeah send so- me Send
1: go to arlittlekitchen at gmail.com to let lisa know she will send the aprons to you but if you happen to remember some favorite recipe that you have Oh. email her as well. I'd love to give that a try. Yeah. Or take a picture
0: in the in your yeah. apron when you get it cooking something. And so again, go to arlittlekitchen at gmail.com. That's my, that's my email address. And give me your address. I'll need your address and your uh, preference of either the black or the maroon. And I think Naveed might put it back up on the screen here pretty quick. To show us the options, you could
1: either have that one
0: or the black one. So, who and was it, those,
1: Michelle Thiessen and Maria Kate? Uh,
0: Maria Kate and Michelle. Let's put Hanson. the names back up one more time Johansson.
1: Oh, Johansson. Okay.
0: It's like Thiessen. Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know.
2: Joe- <laughs> Navid is magical. Oh oh, my gosh. He's the the best producer ever. We (laughs) love him.
0: All right. And if you didn't uh, happen to win the apron today, we've got the QR code right here. You can scan it. Uh, Again, the two winners we just posted, reach out to me at arlittlekitchen at gmail.com and we'll get those aprons ordered for you. Um, And then the QR code, we'll post that on here now. If you didn't win, this is a great time to just click the QR code right there and it'll take you right to our website and you can order these uh, right now. And they're fun, fun gifts just to have for the holidays. Love them. I love my, I have the black one. Amy has the maroon and I have the black one. And don't we
1: have a little bit of the fudge left? We only have a few left of the fall fudge. So if you guys want any, you better do it now. It's limited.
0: Yes. If you want, we are going to
1: soon be launching our holiday holiday fudge. fudge. Yes. And yes, we've got so. some exciting news that may be coming out Thursday. Oh, no. Today is Thursday, Today's right? Thursday. Today Thursday. Okay. Oh, okay. Spill no, the should beans we do it in. now or later? Or Well, just time? let them
0: know we're waiting. We're waiting for approval. But what's going on?
1: Well, um, do I even have it here? No, it's in the other room. Okay. I've got um, mine. I've got mine. Do you? People, right you guys here. asked for it. The cookbook is coming out. More details to follow. I'm so so excited for this. I hope you guys are because a lot of it came from all of you. You guys wanted yes. a lot of the recipes that I've uh, put out there over at Amy Roloff's Little Kitchen on my YouTube channel and AmyRoloff'sLittleKitchen.com in book form, which I personally <laughs> like a book. So look
0: at anyway. this cute photo. This is I know. One we all of made make... pizza. Yes, so that's in the. <laughs> I'm hoping book. to do
1: something with my daughter when she's here at Thanksgiving. We'll see.
0: Yes. We'll see what yep. we can do. So fun. But anyway, so it's fun. coming
1: out. Look for details in the Any next couple day. of days. It's all
0: submitted at yeah. Amazon. So you can buy yeah. it on Amazon. Yeah, but not right. Well, like not we'll yet. We'll be announcing. We'll be announcing yeah. in the next few days. So. Yeah, we'll give you Thank all the you info. Thank you so much. Yeah.
1: Yes. Awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I think we're ready to close. We never want to close. It's always so fun to just stay on here. And
1: well, can I can I can I just uh, say some stuff? Our next live is November 2nd. We're planning for November 2nd, our next live. Uh, One uh, one person said uh, one of her issues is loneliness. And I know when you're by yourself or your friends have moved on or like even when we get to our retirement age, you know, I'm staying in the Pacific Northwest with four kids and all my grandkids, you know, I'm not moving anywhere. But, you know, as we have our friendships, a lot of them move on because of grandkids or they're retiring and they're going south to warmer weather and stuff. I think loneliness can really uh, creep into your life. And that is another element that I think you have to dig down so deep within you sometimes to just go and attend something, doesn't matter if you know anybody, whether it be being a part of a church function, a Bible study, game night, or, or something like that. Um, just really doing something that you enjoy doing and just go and do it. You never know who you may meet, who you may encounter, but loneliness has really got to start with you because not everyone will know that that's what's going on in your life that you want yeah. to be a part of something.
0: Yeah. That, I agree oh, Justine, that. is this our Justine? Yes. And so Justine, we're going to be reaching out to you just so you know, we'll be reaching out cause we'd love to have you pop on as a guest as well. So, and Lisa, we can't thank you enough for sharing yeah, thank you. your story today, having this conversation Aww. with us. We had so many positive, um, There's so much more we could have talked about. So much more. I mean, we. I know. I had so much trouble
2: focusing because your community is so active. I kept like, oh my god, what's she? Oh my god, there's so much going on over there. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. Yes, Yes.
1: and we'd love to. We might have to have you back on again to talk more.
2: Anytime, girls, especially if there's fudge. Anytime. Oh (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, we'll be sending you a box. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank
0: you, guys. Thank you. you. All right. Thank all of
1: you for tuning in. And like Lisa and I always say, we try and get to some of your questions so that you can also be a part of this or even to share some of your thoughts and some of your ideas when we, you know, have a guest on and sharing, you know, their story. So thank you all for being a part of this as well.
0: Yes. Yes. And we always say at the end of our little show here, remember to be kind, think kind and stay kind.
1: And you all are an MVP because you matter, you have value and you have a purpose. Awesome. All right.
0: Until next time, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Every two weeks, we're going to be doing this from now on, hopefully. so.
1: So November 2nd.
0: November 2nd. See you then. Yay. Good okay. Night all. Bye, Thanks,
1: guys. Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank, you. Thank you,
0: Lisa. Bye, y'all. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks again, Lisa.